the Pokemon world, there are two separate yet equally important Pokemon, two-segment and three-segment the Dunsparce. These are their stories. Dun-dun-dun-dun-sparse, dun-sparse! When is this open on Broadway? Are you guys ready to parse the sparse? It's over, you're done, Sparse. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to Daycare Dittos. Uh, Welcome to Daycare Dittos the musical. Uh, Welcome to probably the best episode of Daycare Dittos. I already have just the biggest smile on my face. This is, I'm so excited. Steven, what, who are you wearing today? Uh, everything Dunsparce, really. I have all of my memorabilia here to talk about at any given point. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's no surprise to anybody who's a listener that I'm excited for this episode. But, um, you know, I'm just going to save it. Yeah, I mean, we've all had, at this point, our... Uh, some of our favorite Pokemon covered already. So this is a special day for Steven. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. Steven was a Steven was a guest on one of his favorite Pokemon, Abra. Thank you, yeah. Abra. And uh, he just had to stay until we got to his ultimate <laughs> favorite. I know. This is actually my last episode. I'm bowing out. No. <laughs> I was going to say, are you a special guest on this episode as well? I mean, in a way, but at the same point, uh, my boyfriend Dan was like, "Oh, you don't have to do any research for this episode, huh?" And I was like, "Actually, Dan, I hate to break it to you, but I have to do all of the research because I don't know <laughs> shit about Dunsparce." Yeah, I just, and everybody is expecting you to know everything. I know, but you know, uh, I think now that I've researched him, I actually did know everything about him. <laughs> so. I think that's a common misconception when you have a favorite Pokemon that you're really into that you just know everything about them, including all of their weird Pokedex entries, but that's just not the case. No. Yeah. I mean, uh, the the story of how I chose Dunsparce is, uh, I mean, in a way, Dunsparce chose me. Yeah. You know? Um, but it, yeah, I, should I just tell the story? Again? Yes. Yeah, I want to hear it. I mean, so I was looking, I was sitting on my PS3. Sitting like a cutie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, do say that you have, uh, how many? You have sitting cutie? So I have the Dunsparce sitting cutie here. And I also have the the Dunsparce plush, which was a Christmas present. Um, So um, I have also, Dave drew me a painting of many Dunsparces. And then I have a card here of a Dunsparce as well. So I'm surrounded by the Dunsparce. I have a, a sitting cutie on my shoulder. And if you haven't heard, Sarah has a sitting cutie. Uh, <laughs> my sitting cutie is a Dunsparce. Hers is Chainsaw the Cat. Who is. Whoa. Yeah, here he comes. ASMR. Yeah. So I actually wanted to read one of the comments on the sitting cutie, um, but it would take too long for me to pull up, but one of the the comments was they were basically all five stars because I mean, Dave, is it good? It is 
possibly one of the best. It's so good. So somebody rated it five stars and said, uh, it's perfect. It's my little comfort potato. (laughs) And um, it is actually basically the size of a potato. It's very soft and fluffy, very uh, nice to the touch. And it's just Dunspars. Like there's, there's nothing else about it. So, um, we're getting all over the place. So distracted. Mm-hmm. So the story of Dunsparce is I was uh, sitting in my PS3 trying to make my PlayStation network name. Um, I had hooked up an ethernet cord to my PS3, which was like revolutionary to me. I was like, internet on my game system. What? Yeah, that was probably our first, like I had a Xbox 360 that never touched the internet. That was our first yeah. time actually hooking a console up to the internet. Yeah. And I really just wanted to play TF2 um, from the orange box on my PS3. And I did for quite some time. Um, but um, every username that I was picking that was like, quote unquote, my username was taken. Um, so I was just sitting there for an, like an hour, literally just picking usernames and trying them. I was like, nope, take it. Nope, take it. And Peter had this poster. Um, it, it was the, what, 10th, 15th anniversary? 10th anniversary. Yeah. When we went, I mean, uh, Dave went to Bryant Park. We sure did. Met yeah. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was there. <laughs> that sounds not true, but... Yeah, no, it's it was it was the, the 10th anniversary was a, a different time in Pokemon, I feel like. Like, it was different than it is now even um like just the world of pokemon um but yeah peter had this poster on the wall and i was looking at the pokemon i was like okay pick a pokemon pick a pokemon Uh, you can't do charizard everybody's gonna want to pick charizard what's the pokemon nobody's gonna pick dunsparce i forget about dunsparce let's use dunsparce and it was free so dunsparce i became and um i then made it my Twitter, um, and uh, I was in a group of other Pokemon Twitters uh, who were single-named Pokemon, and they would just say their names in the group chat. <laughs> I love that. They would just say Charizard if it was Charizard, and Gengar if it was Gengar. Um, but I, I think, <laughs> whoopsie, I tweeted too many sad things on that account, so I deleted it. <laughs> and, oh, uh, no. Yeah, Twitter uh, is no more for me. Um, well yeah now you gotta go to x yeah i've debated whether i should or not and i think i'm just gonna sit it out um especially well now they like block you too right if you don't have an account i don't know that that just pisses me off i actually i go to reddit but i go to the website reddit i don't download the app and they actually block certain parts of the website for me if i don't have an account and they block like the celiac subreddit if you don't have an account. Yep, I experienced and, the same exact thing on Reddit. I'm the same way, Stephen. And I'm like, no, I'm not making an account on right. principle. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck yeah. you, <laughs> go somewhere else. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so Dunsparce, how I picked Dunsparce and how Dunsparce picked me is that I was like, what's the most unassuming, forgettable thing? And that is Dunsparce, and. Welcome, listener, to yeah. the episode of Dunsparce, the Pokemon who doesn't really do a whole lot. Well, you've made Dunsparce alive to all of us, uh, and I feel like you were probably a, even though Dunsparce was alive for a while before you picked him, uh, you were probably still one of the earliest Dunsparce adopters, and I feel like there are uh, 
there are many of you. Oh, there's now. dozens of us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so actually, um, Bulbapedia has the uh, like a page for Dunsparce, but they actually have a interesting um, article specifically about Dunsparce. Um, and I'm trying to find it here. Okay, it's called On the Origin of Species, Dunsparce. And uh, it's like actually like a, you know, 10 paragraph essay just about Dunsparce. Um, That's great. Start reading now. <laughs> I'm not going to, but I am going to read um, the ending. Um, it, I think it is quite fitting that a mythical creature so beloved in Japan inspired a Pokemon that Western fans ended up embracing despite or in many cases because of its apparent oddness. Um, and yeah, that's that's kind of the story of Dunsparce, is that he started off just like a little weird and odd and very unassuming. And now people over time have been like, yo, this guy's just been hanging here the whole time. Let's <laughs> let's love on this guy. Let's let's love this dude over here because do you remember him? No, I didn't either. But he's the best because he's just there, right? Like, ah, that's what I love about Dunsparce. I just love silly little dudes who hang out and don't really need to be there, but just are. Uh, so... I've been going through the Sitting Cutie reviews, and <laughs> they're so good. They're incredible. So your story, I feel like this fits with that. Uh, this one I'm going to share. It's called A Perfect Friend. Oh. Anyone else ever encounter an adorable Dunsparce in Pokemon Gold as a kid? Have it run away so that you try and try running around in the dark before you even had Flash to catch one. Finally, finally succeed. Try for ages to level it up and evolve it only to be disappointed since it doesn't evolve, but become too <laughs> attached to it to take it out of your party? Yeah, that was me. 20 years later, this Dunsparce is an adorable reminder of that tale. He's tiny and nice to hold. Perfect stitching and the cutest. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we we got to follow a format. I'm sorry. Should we should we talk about what this Pikachu looks like? Mm. We should introduce ourselves. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, who are we? <laughs> uh, I am uh Peter. Uh I'm, we're just going to go through it real rapid fast because we're already there. Uh with me as always is Dave. Uh yes, I'm Fluffy. I am a cute fluffy loaf. 100% recommend. Thanks Matthew <laughs> M. Uh I'm here with uh Steven. Hyperdrill. Yeah, you're a good boy. Very cute. Very dunce. Much love. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah. It is me. What is my review? There's no dunce in this sparse. This is the <laughs> cutest one by far. Oh. <laughs> uh, These are all so good. And, and what does this Pikachu look like? Perfect. <laughs> it's okay. It's cute, but it's yellow. If it was a different color, I'd be really happy with it. Oh, However, it, it's okay. So it's like a yellow floating larva kind of looks like to me. I mean, it is the land snake Pokemon. I see. It does not read snake to me. To me. Yeah, I always thought bug. Yeah, yeah. I always thought bug or worm. Kind of looks like a worm with like a like a stinger on its tail. Yeah. With some wings. 
Yeah, they don't really do much. Uh, they they just kind of help it hover a little bit and sometimes fly away. Yeah, uh, in a comical fashion. Yeah, it, but it doesn't look equipped to fly at all. It does not. It's no. Its wings are definitely too small for its body, and it kind of doesn't read bug insectoid like snake to me. It kind of almost looks like it should be furry, but it's not. Uh, to me, at least. Well. Uh, the sitting know. cutie is <laughs> quite furry. Yeah. But uh, no, a real life Dunsparce would be uh, smooth to the touch. Yes. Scaly, maybe. I don't slimy. know. Slimy? Maybe slimy. Yeah, maybe slimy. Okay, you know I... what? You know what? This is a slug. No. Yeah, could be. Mm-hmm. yeah I could kind of see maybe. that. Maybe. It would make a it good plot be salty and satisfying. Yeah. Well, don't give it beer. Don't eat slugs, actually. You'll die. It's supposed to be a snake, but it's like it's too chubby to move in a snake-like fashion, mm-hmm. and it doesn't snake Pokemon. Well, <laughs> don't get too ahead of yourself. <laughs> I mean, but that is yeah, essentially what it is. Um, but um, w- one other thing I wanted to read real quick is um, one of the official strategy guides has an entry on Dunsparce. Um, Getting Dunsparce is a lot of work, and you're bound to be disappointed with the results. No. It's just another normal type Pokemon with average stats and very few good attacks. In fact, the only offensive move it gets before level 26 is its starting move, Rage, which is pretty useless. You'll probably just want to leave Dunsparce in your box. Hmm. That's so sad. Yeah. I uh, also want to add that Dunsparce is four foot eleven and yeah. thirty point nine pounds. It's Huge. pretty big. So Dunsparce is one of those Pokemon where I've seen in the Pokemon world before, and I I think of it to be a very small, um, unnoticeable Pokemon. And then when I read that it was four eleven, I mean, can you just imagine that in real life? Yeah, they have to pare him down in the anime. They make him smaller in the anime. Yeah. yeah. Basically like, um, I don't know, like Lediba size kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just <laughs> just kind of nopes out most of the time. Apparently Ash has tried to catch it multiple times and failed. Uh, yeah, I got the uh, stats on that. Oh, perfect. What yeah, is it? Share them. So uh, Dunsparce debuted in the Dunsparce Deception, where an entire town was full of children owning Dunsparce. Uh, and Bucky was the only kid without a Dunsparce. Uh, so Ash helped um, the Bucky, you know, taught him how to whatever, and he caught a Dunsparce. Um, but in the end, Ash, tri- yeah, well, he got one, so it was fine. So he was like, I could teach you. I'm mixing up my episodes. So Ash is like, listen, kid, I know how to catch Pokemon, which we all know not the truth unless it's a taurus yeah he fucking yeah taurus he's number one champ but for for other pokemon he sucks so it goes down to a different episode the path that leads to goodbye uh and ash finds a dunsparce and um he was going to try and catch it but iris's axu bumps into pikachu and dunsparce escapes uh then under the pledging tree Ash wants to catch another Dunsparce, but he's unable to because they didn't have any Pokeballs at the moment. Uh, Amateur hour. And Dunsparce gets away, which in my big stats here, I have uh, that's Dunsparce 2, Ash (laughs) 0. Get fucked, Ash. 
Yeah. Surprising I've, no one. I've heard uh, the there's audio from the first episode you were describing. I don't know if anybody else has seen it, but it's On just, YouTube, it's just the, the super cut of every time they say Dunsparce in the episode. No, although uh, I want to see that now. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, it's five minutes of just a bunch of kids hitting in a circle saying, Dunsparce, 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 Dunsparce. <laughs> no, that's, the one... This is my kind of poker rap. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one. Um, no, the, the one I saw is just a whole bunch of kids going, no, mine's the biggest. No way. No, mine's bigger. Check it out. And it's like them measuring their Dunsparces, I guess, to uh, oh boy. You know, <laughs> see but, who's as big as. But none of them are the true size. Yeah, four foot eleven. Yeah, they're all, what would you say? They're like watermelon um, sized? Like cat sized. Yeah. I'm I'm watch I have a GIF actually of uh Dunsparce flying away from Ash and it says <laughs> I eat, I'm a head out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it, he just kind of yeah picks up on his wings and flies away. But tiny. Very yeah, he's tiny. like Pikachu sized. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. No, it, again, if you saw a real life to Duns or Dunsparce, four foot eleven Dunsparce, it would be horrifying. Like yeah. some strange slug like monster just crawling at you in the cave. Ugh. With like the strangest colors, it's yellow and like a uh, a light blue, like a turquoisey yeah. blue. Yeah, it's a nice color palette. It is. Um, yeah, it's all right. It's it's very uh, soothing, I find. It um, looks like one of those, uh, you know, creatures out there that is like, I am these colors because I don't want you to touch me, so please don't. <laughs> What's the? I wish I had those colors. Um, <laughs> what is the? What is the shiny? Um, I never look up the shinies. The it's it like, like slightly more. It's like yeah, a pink, it's pink. right? Yeah. It basically the blue is pink. Right. It looks like you like the very generic like at like a, a baby store where it's like boys and girls like you know what I mean. Uh-huh. It's, it's so generic. Uh-huh. Kind of. I like it though. Yeah, you know, it kind of is reminiscent of like the um, trans flag colors. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like the pink and the blue. I, like it, that. I just I find it very soothing. Um, I think I have a shiny Dunsparce in a game. <gasps> I think I do. And you can have it, Steven, if, if I do. Evolve it for the 1 in 99 chance to get one of the rarest shinies in the game. I'm not sure if it's in the new I, game, though. I feel like it is. I th- Did I get it? Wait, was it in Arceus? That might be it. I don't know. Regardless, oh. we should look through. I've been playing again because, yeah. um, Steven, you've been discussing the uh dlc DLC. which i hear is good but i'm kind of like you ever ever get so anxious about a game that you don't want to return to it because Mm -hmm. you're like that's that's exactly where where i'm at everyone is talking about the dlc and i just i want to play it but i i don't because i'm I'm having that that same anxiety you're describing i'll give you my quick rundown in uh it's two dlc segment we like yeah. to call Steven's reviews. Steven's <laughs> rundown. Yeah. This is my rundown. Well, I've I've played through most. I played through all of the first one and a bit of the second one, so um, I can give my my hands on. Um, Steven's now, hands on. My hands on the Dunsparce. Get run down by Steven. Um. So the first DLC sucks. I hated it. It was so bad. It was so small. The characters were terrible. Um, it's just one of these other stories of like, you go to a new town and there's this legend that's hundreds of years old, but somehow you, this like 10 year old kid solves the mystery. And it's like, 
you know, you basically come in and uh, steal these Pokemon from this small town uh, and their legends. And uh, that's the end of it. And I was like, it's very unsatisfying. I didn't like it very much. However, the second one kind of rectifies it a little bit because it continues the story. And one of the other things that I didn't like about the first DLC is that all the things that made Scarlet and Violet fun, like the characters and the Pokemon and all that stuff. it The, the first... big muscle women. <laughs> yeah. Like none of that was utilized in the first DLC. Like every character was very generic, very like, you know, I'm angry all the time. So I'm always going to be mad and telling you what to do. And like, it just wasn't fun. But now they utilize all of that in the second DLC. So it's okay. kind of, I kind of like it a little bit more. Um, also, if you wanted an improvement on the game, don't look for it because the frame rate's still <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Um, they have me do battles and the f- they will put the camera into like the ground and it'll like glitch out how the like the battle looks. But like they took me there, right? And like the camera angles are chosen by them in this battle because it's like against your rival. So like you have control over this. Make it look good, right? Yeah, that is very disappointing. I remember being very angry about the game when it came out and its quality and just to learn that it is exactly the same in the DLC that you know was released so much later is so disappointing. They would take me to areas and they did the same thing that they did in Scarlet and Violet where they're like, isn't this beautiful? As they show me this sprawling landscape. And I'm like, honestly, no, <laughs> it's really not. Like the I'm, frame rate's terrible and it's not good to look at. So don't show it to me. That like is really that. just, that's just disrespectful to the players. That was it's also just disrespectful, especially because what? It's another $35, right? For both of them. For both. It's not that still, bad. Still, but yeah. still, it's just. Come on. Well, the thing is that, well, the funniest part is when they announced the DLC, they were just like, return to the beautiful world of Paldea. And they're like scrolling through and they go to the front of the school. And you know, like it has stairs and shit, but the lines are so close together that just like the switch, it just cannot compute. Mm -hmm. It was like that on the beginning of the trailer. I was like, what the fuck? That's it ridiculous just, because in total we're we're expected to spend $95 for the full game. You know? Yeah, but so the one thing I'll say that they did add on the second DLC which I, I think I've shared a couple videos to you already is um you can uh sync up with your Pokémon your and periods walk <laughs> as it. Yeah. Well, okay, so you could like you know how you can release your lead Pokemon and have it walk around in the world. Well, now you can take control of it and walk around as your Pokemon. And um, that includes like Rayquaza that includes (laughs) like Lugia that includes like Charizard. And they all have swimming animations and flying animations and walking animations. And if you go up to a Pokemon in the world, rolling animation. Yeah. Like they're actually really good and really well designed. Like the animations are cool. And like, that's fun. That's a cool, that's a cool dynamic that they put in there. What's the gimme ghouls final evolution. It's like the the golden go. Go. Yeah. The Capri sun guy. If you play as him, he just like surf, like snowboards over everything. Like you could go surfing on the water. Like it just becomes like shitty Tony Hawk. Yeah. Like that's really cool. And I like that. Right. But 
I don't know. It's it's also just like, is that worth $35? No, no, because the know. way I think about it, no, is it worth $95? Oh, yeah, well. Yeah. Because you need to have the original game to have the DLC. Yeah. Yeah. But so. the second DLC, uh, again, like the battles are harder. There's actually like gym leaders in the second DLC that you have to fight that are like really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting like my ass handed to me. So I actually have to like craft my team. I can't just like. I like that. That's cool. You know, or um, as I was saying to you, Sarah, like each one has its own Pokedex with all mm-hmm. like 300 new Pokemon. So I was just, I bought like a hundred quick balls and I was just mm-hmm. going around catching things and evolving things and being like, Oh, right. That's how you evolve that shithead. No way. <laughs> um, like, did you know that you still have to hold your switch upside down to For evolve? NK? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I mean, now I have to take my switch out of the dock <laughs> to plug my controllers in. Oh. This sucks. Uh, See, yeah. okay, because I am definitely a collector type player, so that is appealing to me. Yeah. Um, but if I don't know, I just want my I just want the game to work right, you know. I think it's another one of those things where, like, if if I had just played the first DLC, I would have said no, absolutely not, do mm-hmm. not play it. But now that I've played the second one a little bit, I'll say. If like the first game, you're kind of just like, I'll have fun with it, I think. Mm -hmm. Then I think you'll have fun with it in some aspect. Um, But again, if the price is too high for you, then, you know, don't look for an improvement on the game. I mean, I'm going to get it because I'm just a sucker. That's what makes me so mad about it. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) You'll enjoy it. I think you will. Um, The the saving grace for Scarlet and Violet for me was, um, you know, I really didn't like the world uh and i'm not a sucker for graphics by any stretch of the imagination i just didn't like it and um but i really like the story so if if this second dlc has a uh as a good story uh then i might consider it yeah it it was just you know like you have your friends like your rival and Arvin and all these people that they could have utilized more in the first DLC. But instead they're like, Oh, we're going to ship you off with like four no name students who you never interact with again. And we don't actually give names. And it's like, those could have very easily just been my friends. And this would have been more fun. Yeah. In in real life, you make three friends and then you're done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's all I need, right? Yeah. It's it's yeah. four players max unless I get the multi-tab. Unless you have a guest on the podcast. Yeah, unless you have a <laughs> guest on the podcast, and then you have to try not to say their full government name on the entire <laughs> podcast. Um, but yeah, that's that's my little uh, spiel on the on the DLC. But uh, what I will say is Dunsparce's galore in the DLC, cause, or everywhere, because Scarlet and Violet was chock full of them yeah yeah whenever i see a dud on sparse now i start playing the area zero song in my head <laughs> oh okay that's the last thing i will say is the music oh so good nice so good they did they did such a good job with the battle music with like i mean yeah even just hearing that area zero music again is oh, so good. i gotta give Actually, it to pokemon there they they do make some uh some bangers some bops the, uh, the area zero music in the scarlet and violet game kind of unsettled me a little bit it's like, like a little chanting or whatever creepy, yeah, yeah it's very creepy to me anyway what were you gonna say dave um, i was gonna say 
I'm going into it, and I think the best thing about a DLC is um, starting a new team. Yeah. yeah. But apparently it's very hard on this one because they hit you going out the gate. Uh, Steven, you recommended hanging on to one person. So in the first DLC, I would recommend hanging on to like one pinch hitter. Like mine was Dragapult because Dragapult could easily take down anything if, if everybody else died. Um, so I would hold on to one and train up a new team in the first DLC. And then you can utilize that team in the second DLC. I think in the second DLC, you could catch Pokemon and train up a new team if you wanted to. But, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it is to me, at least always a little bit more fun to use those Pokemon you've like had a connection with. Yeah. And when I just catch like a, you know, uh, stantler in the wild i'm not like yeah i'm gonna use this stantler i'm like <laughs> okay you're going in the box i'll see I, you later only thing about uh scarlet violet i never felt like i had like a real level team like i felt like it was so random with the types and stuff mm-hmm. but i felt maybe... the same way i never mar- i was never married to a team yeah i just i didn't like my starter either i never evolved him so he was always trash yeah uh, I, I didn't evolve my starter i just had flamigo yeah. And I had uh, my Klefki that I named uh, Cool Pokemon. <laughs> or it's either, yeah, I think it's Cool Pokemon. Something so, to make fun of me. Yeah. Yeah, but like you can, in the second DLC, you could just like walk up and catch a Flygon in the wild. So, oh, wow. like, you know, if you want to start with a new team in the second DLC, you could definitely, you know, just pick a Pokemon, give it the moves you want, level it up, um, you know. And it's the end game, so you have the ability to do that stuff. So, so um, it is fun. I it's just think. fun to pull pull everything together and make something interesting. But yeah, like there there are battles in this that I like won by the skin of my teeth using every full revive and max potion I had. So like it definitely the second DLC is where it's at. That's sick. Yeah, I like that. But that's uh, not totally done. Spar centric, even though you, he can they can be in that game. Um, yeah. Do you know what's very important to me about Dunsparce? What? Diglett. <laughs> yeah. Because one of my all-time favorites, Diglett, is a buddy of Dunsparce. And I love that. Uh, <laughs> they talk about how they get along and they will share tunnels that they dig. So I think it's Ultrasun says, it travels by digging through the ground. Diglett and Dunsparce share one another's tunnels happily. I like that. Yeah, I posted a link in the group chat. This is, um, if you'll remember, there was that website that made um, Pokemon t-shirts. It was called like Original Stitch, and they had like a pattern for every Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Well, they're no longer around anymore, unfortunately, I found out. But this was their uh, Dunspar shirt, and it's just a whole bunch of tunnels with Diglets and Dugtrios. I love it. Oh, that's a good shirt. The, I want this as bed sheets. Yeah, that would be yeah. great bed sheets. That'd be great bed sheets. I'm really upset to hear that they're no longer around because uh, now I want it. Yeah. <laughs> but oh well. Um, Dunspars, I have so much around me. I don't need more. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's always uh, room for a Dunspars. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I think our good friend. Uh, let's see. Somebody whose name I don't have, they say they're so huggable. This tiny baby is so sweet, small, and tender. I love them so much. And I know that my little baby feels the same way. Soft, warm, and huggable. Five out of five stars. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. Does anybody hate the Dunsparce purchase? Uh, one person gave it a four-star review because theirs came with a hole in it. Oh. Oh. Well, that's understandable. Yeah, it might be its butthole. Why yeah. you leave it alone? <laughs> Come on. Everything needs a butthole. Um, Peter, you alluded before to the fact that this is a chode snake. Would yeah. you like to elaborate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's based off of the Suchineko or Sushinoko, right? Which is yeah. a. Is that a yokai? Yeah. Okay. It's um, a yokai and it is. Um, like a like an old one i think if i remember correctly I, i'll pull it up but there's like um writings about it from like 600 or something Damn. like it's it's old so um, dunsparce is old boy yeah so another dunsparce is another one of those things where like if you're familiar with japanese uh ghost stories you might know what dunsparce is if you're an american child you're like, what the fuck is this chode snake? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the um, chode snake is between uh, 30 and 80 centimeters in length. It's uh, one to three feet or so. Um, yep. It's basically a um, a really thick snake. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah. uh, it can also fly slightly just like dunsparce uh or at least it has uh, the ability to jump a uh it has the ability to double jump doesn't it like yeah it can double jump and then it also sometimes moves around by grabbing its tail in its mouth and rolling around like a wheel oh that is so cute just to update you um the suchinoko is one of japan's uh most popular legendary creatures and its legend has been around for a long long time it is mentioned in the kojiki the oldest surviving book in japan which dates from 712 wow its likeness can also be found on pottery from about as far back as civilization is known to have existed on the islands (laughs) so like it also likes to drink. It loves to drink. Uh, it loves to sleep and drink and do nothing. And it's just a little chode snake. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's where snake. I got my Twitter handle, chode snake. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk chode snake. Drunk chode uh, snake. Yeah. So apparently um, I found out um, horrifyingly that um, some snakes can fly. Um, I was just thinking about that when you were talking about Cho Snake, and I'm like, that is a concept? (laughs) But what a concept. Yeah, so what they basically do is uh, it's kind of like a flying squirrel where Ah, they will uh, get themselves on the edge of a branch and kind of like swing it back and forth with their weight. And then they'll launch themselves off the branch. Oh, yes, I've seen that. Flatten themselves out Mm -hmm. and then kind of ribbon themselves to glide. Um, I think it said up to 100 meters, 25 to 100 meters. That is not bad. That is pretty, uh, that's pretty skillful. Yeah. Um, uh, they say too that Dunsparce uh, could be uh, visually like a digger bee kind of look to him. Um, digger bee the Pokemon? No, not diggers bee. Oh. Um, digger bees. Bees okay. that dig. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh yeah um and i think that 
also like just because of the way Dunsparce looks, it kind of inspires this idea that like there's more to come, right? It looks like a larva. It looks like a little bee that's like sleeping. Like what's it going to happen when it wakes up? What's going to happen when those wings get bigger? What's going to happen? Like, I think that's also kind of why Dunsparce over time has really popularized as well as because people kept thinking like, what would Dunsparce turn into? Like there's more for him to turn into. Yeah. Um, He looks like somebody who hasn't fulfilled his, uh, his destiny yet. There was a lot of hype for, I'm sorry, Dave, there was a lot of hype for Dunsparce to have an evolution this time. Oh yeah. The potential through the roof. Yeah, I, I remember a lovely picture um, that somebody drew when Quillfish got its evolution oh. in Arceus uh, of, of uh, a Quillfish just ascending and Dunspar saying, like, please take me with you. <laughs> um, and um, actually, it is a very, I've just by going to YouTube, realized a very popular video to react to Dunspar's evolving um yeah because there's no other evolution like it like this this was i think pokemon's smartest idea yeah um before we get to that i just wanted to quickly drop the names um the japanese name is nokochi um based off of the um uh suchi noko that we were talking about before um another word for the suchinoko which this really confused me but i guess it's two words that mean the same thing i'm sorry i couldn't figure out more but um nozuchi is also um a word that they use to reference the same creature so uh we have nokochi which is like nozuchi and suchinoko um together um we have in French insolordo, uh, which is insolite, uh, which means unusual, and lordad, which means an oaf, or lordo. Um, so yeah, insolordo. Um, and then in German, it's uh, dumizel, and doom means dumb, and maigel means uh, like a chisel. A dumb chisel. Yeah, it's a dumb little chisel. I also do want to um, yell at Bulbapedia again because they say that Dunsparce may be a combination of Dun, which means dark and gloomy, or um, a sub-adult mayfly, and Sparse. Um, but that is incorrect. Uh, Bulbapedia, Dunsparce is a combination of Dunce and arse <laughs> oh. because every other language is all about how dummyzel insolordo like uh it's all about how like unusual dumb and you know everything else so it's definitely dunce and like i, I mean the end is just definitely arse <laughs> it's a dumbass yeah it's a dunce arse <laughs> i love that uh, it's Did- not pronounced arse anymore it's arc <laughs> oh yeah. Did you guys know the uh Tsuchinoko? I sent it to you. There's a Yu-Gi-Oh card Ooh. called called Danger? Tsuchinoko. <laughs> and that's it's cuz it's Danger. Exclamation point question mark. Tsuchinoko question mark. And it is very cute. 
It's very cute. It's just like a chode snake in the the weeds looking up like, huh? like, and it's <laughs> apparently you ask the opponent to discard one of the cards from your hand. And if they discard danger or excuse me, danger, Sukinoko, uh, you get to special summon danger, Sukinoko from your hand. And if not, uh, yeah, you, you get to da- uh, pull a different special summon. It's a secret rare. It's worth um, it's worth like seven or ten bucks, dude. I'm gonna become a Suchinoko enthusiast. I'm gonna buy all this ancient pottery. <laughs> get these really old books. Um, oh, there are different ones too. There's uh, Danger Nessie, Danger Jackalope, Danger oh, Mothman. Oh, Danger Bigfoot. They're oh, all just different cryptids. Yeah. If you just Google Suchinoko. The first photo is like an artist representation, a the Yu-Gi-Oh card art done sparse, and I think the last one might be Yokai Watch. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Yeah, um, I I did uh, forget about this, um, and I I wanted to just throw this in real quick before I forget. Um, visually, its design may be a pun on the cryptid's other name, Bachi Hebi. Uh, which is bee snake, as uh, Dunsparce appears to combine bee and snake-like features. So it it, it is um, again if you're familiar with what the Suchinoko is, and it's apparently three different names and what they all mean. Uh, Dunsparce will make total sense to you. Oh, he, do tell. He is uh, the Bachi Hebi, the bee snake. And he's just supposed to be a fat little snake who may or may not be drunk and sleepy. Boom. <laughs> Boom. That's Don Spars. So that's what I mean when I'm like, okay, I did all the research on Don Spars and I'm basically where I started. Don Spars <laughs> is just a silly little guy yeah. who likes to burrow in his little hole and fall asleep. And I love him for that. Yeah, he's a little shy. He'll always try to burrow if you kind of sneak up on him. Uh, you're very lucky if you've even spotted one. And uh, he can fly just a little. And scientists think that they may have flown in ancient Pokemon skies back in the day. I don't see them flying in Arceus, so. Yeah, not anymore. Mm-mm. He also, uh, since I'm the uh, the person who gets really um, hot and heavy for anything uh, in competitive Pokemon, even though I've never played it, I still like the you know the the stats and the the strategies. Um, now that Dunsparce is a he's got an evolution, he is eligible for the little cup, but he's banned because he's too good. For the little too cup. good and that is specifically based off of his stats with eviolite he's he's too too bulky and he also has an ability serene grace which makes that or which means that if you have a move like a body slam that has a 30 percent chance of paralyzing serene grace immediately makes it a 60 percent chance or um Water Pulse has like a 30% chance of confusing. That's immediately a 60% chance. 
uh, flinching with bite that that immediately gets doubled too. So it's a strategy called uh, para flinching, which is where you basically mm-hmm. keep on trying to freeze, paralyze, and flinch and confuse your opponent. And it's very effective on certain Pokemon, and it would make Dunsparce too powerful for uh, use in the Little Cup. Yeah, you heard all that? The people who who told me Dunsparce was weak and I should leave it in my box, I'm going to go to the kindergarten I'm going <laughs> to yeah. beat up all those Little Cup kids. Yeah, isn't it so sad, too, that there's a Little Cup for unevolved level 5 Pokemon? These Pokemon are, like, freshly hatched and ready to fight. Uh, yeah are we ready to learn hyper drill oh hyper drill is uh dunsparce and dunsparce's signature move by the way yeah i mean i guess i could just give a shout out to to um the fact that they are in pokemon mystery dungeon they're like a main character they're very um uh scared and uh their best friend is a molga um, and they almost die at the end. It's crazy. Um, and then also uh, shout out to the designer who also did like Deoxys and stuff because they rock. Oh, the, the designer of Don Sparse is also Deoxys' designer? Yeah, I read the, the list last time uh, or in one of the previous episodes, um, but he has designed like maybe just a couple pokemon um all bangers they are all just absolute bangers doesn't miss i can maybe find it for you real quick yeah here we go um hironobu yoshida thank you for your work um so wabafet was why i read this oh yeah yeah. celebi rayquaza deoxys magmortar and darkrai that's his uh portfolio You know, Just... when we were talking about <laughs> Diggersby before, I think that actually might be my most hated Pokemon. <laughs> so big shout down to whoever created Diggersby. Big shout up to uh, our friend who Steven just said, who I've already forgotten. <laughs> Where, um, what does Diggersby look like again? Is that the one that like evolves into X? Extra so, drill or something? No. no, it's the evolved form of Bunnelby. And oh, it's the right, right, bunny right, right. With the big like hands for ears. And like a weird like stomach wrap. Right. He might be married to uh Lopunny. Oh yeah, Lopunny. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. He's just like a dirty bunny. Yeah. He looks like he's just a little bit stinky uh, from his ear holes, which are also his armpits. That's all I'm saying. We'll get to him soon enough. We're on Pokemon 206 right now, dear listener. Uh, yeah, this guy's a fucking slob. Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely gross. Yeah, it's the worst Pokemon. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. We won't cover Diggersby until uh, Pokemon number 660, so we've got time. Ooh, playing real close to the devil's number. Yeah. Who is Pokemon 666? I think I've looked this up many a times before. Vivillion? Vivillion, yeah. Vivillion. It sounds like so like pretentious. 
Pavilion actually noted Pokemon for having 20 separate forms. Not as bad as Unknown. Based on location? Is that correct? Based off of the location that your game is currently occupying, I think. In actual real space. Um, Alright, so... Basically, what we've done is we've leveled up Dunsparce to a certain level. We are asked whether or not we want to delete a move and learn Hyper Drill. We teach it, and he... What? Evolves? <laughs> home! Oh, 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 this is so dumb! I just made the YouTube video. We're going to get millions now. <laughs> he, um... Yeah, so uh, if you haven't, uh, if you've been living under a rock and you don't know, we have a brand new friend to share with you. Also, the land snake Pokemon, Pokemon number 982, Dudarn Sparse. Yeah, I just looked it up. Level 32 is when you'll learn Hyper Drill. So that's pretty late. Yeah, you're going to have to get to level 33 um, to get your, your Dunsparce of choice. Um, the Dunsparce is either two or three body segments in length. Yeah, if, and if you have they a, have separate entries. Oh, they do have separate entries in the Pokedex? In the Pokedex and for size and weight. So we can actually d- dissect and figure out what is the approximate size of a single Dunsparce segment. Ooh. Oh my goodness. So a two segment Dunsparce is 11 foot 10 inches and a three segment Dunsparce is 14 feet and nine inches. So that means that each segment would be about two feet and 11 inches. And a... Two segment Dadun Sparse is 86.4 pounds, and a three segment Dadun Sparse is 104.5 pounds. So each segment is about 18 pounds. That is so scary. Yeah, but. That is so, so, so scary. I will say that Dadun Sparse, um, from some of the screenshots I've seen, it looks like the segments may be different sizes. Like some are bigger than others i'm going to link the picture in the group chat it's all genetics baby yeah maybe it's just using like a move and i don't know look at that chode (laughs) yeah the chest is just real puffed out yeah Um, that's uh, a honker yeah this the don sparse is taking that creatine yeah it also has a different number of stripes on each segment. The tail segment has, what, three stripes on it? One one blue, two beige. Oh, uh, yeah. Look at that. The next one has uh, two blue, three beige. And the th- next one has three blue and one, two, three, four, five beige. Yeah, I just noticed that the, the Dunsparce sitting cutie has two blue stripes and then the dun sparse the one segment has two stripes and the other one has one stripe so your three segment would then have three stripes on it so it just labels how many segments you've got yeah <laughs> that's so cute i never noticed that before you're one two 
three stripes you're at. The Dunsparce oh, also funny. has <laughs> two uh, little fangies, where the Dunsparce has three uh, fangies hanging out the front, and the Dunsparce has one little uh, stripe for its eye, whereas the Dunsparce has two stripes f- for each eye. And um, the wings also are... Um, the front wings have two flaps, and each other one has just one little chody uh, hmm. wing coming out of it. So. And then the three segment has like another set of barely wings in the back. Yeah, those are the ones I'm I'm kind of talking about, where they just oh. they're basically like little chodes. They're just one little. <laughs> you know, they probably one, are just there for show. You know? They don't feather. do anything. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, it's just actually like a white dildo on its back. It's like oh, that's right. It's like they rendered it in Pokemon Rumble. Yeah, exactly. Like this is with all we as got. few polygons as possible. I mean, you got to pay per polygon nowadays, right? Do you remember in Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon where that one, I think it was a fairy uh, totem uh, trial master. Uh, she's the hippie chick that uh, has like the paints all over her face. She gives you her. Her pink petal, and it just looks like a pink dildo. Yes. I, I never played that game, but I know the screenshot. Yeah. Um, we've, we've talked about it before. That's what Don Sparse has on his back, is his yes. white petal. And I didn't know this, actually, but um, did Don Sparse also has like a swirl on its chest, which is uh, very interesting, like a deep blue swirl. Yeah, it's really cute. I love it. Yeah. They actually did like a lot with Dunsparce's design, even though they did basically only a little. Do a copy paste of Dunsparce. We'll just give it a little yeah. tweak here and there. That's yeah. That. The little tweaks are what make it though. I think we talked about it previously too, and that these Pokemon that have not had evolutions that people have been waiting on for so long have so much fan art. Yeah. These evolutions are all over DeviantArt and online. Yeah, that's so true. It's kind of the thing when they first announce it, you Google it, and you it's tough to find the real official Nintendo art. So it makes it even harder on these designers because, you know, if you just, you could think of your own thing, but it could be like one of the thousands and thousands of fan arts. And then they're like, hey, Nintendo stole mine. So it's it's tough. Yeah, I think too, like what it really, for me, boils down to is that like there's so much art too that where they make Dunsparce this like crazy big monster dragon with huge crazy wings and blah 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 and it's like no a true Dunsparce enjoyer just simply wants more Dunsparce right so like Dunsparce was the evolution for me somebody who just actually really loves Dunsparce uh, if if they gave it some crazy huge mega evolution, that just wouldn't be the spirit of Dunsparce. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think what they did with it really was exactly what it needed. It's like one of those TV shows that doesn't go on for 20 seasons and just ends appropriately, you know? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's exactly that's exactly what the Dunsparce is. And then who did they give to Dunsparce to? Only the best normal type gym leader ever. Yes. Uh, Larry, uh, right? Was his name? The yeah. uh, business uh, guy? Yeah, Larry is the best. He, he is. He is, uh, like, far and away my favorite gym leader. Not only that, but isn't he also in the Elite Four? 
Yeah. yeah. So that means like he's he's got a part time gig in the Elite Four. He's working two business jobs to be a, a sad businessman. Yeah, he's a waiter, a gym leader, and an Elite Four member. And then he's not allowed to bring his normal type Pokemon from his gym leader uh, fight to his Elite Four fight. So he had to switch to flying type for the Elite Four. So uh, only thing thinking about this now that's a bummer that we got to Dunsparce so late is because this would have been a perfect contender for greatest Gigantamax Pokemon <laughs> where oh, yeah. they could have just gotten wild with it. And it could have been like fucking, you know, the, the dragon from Dragon Ball Z, but just like a million segments, like, like how people would be like a, a biblically accurate angel, but yeah. Dunsparce. <laughs> be not afraid, my child. So wild. Yeah. The, like I said, the uh, amount of segments that the Dunsparce has is based off of its genes in the Pokedex, but it's actually pre-written in hidden data that the uh, game cart generates for uh, every single Pokemon, I think, has some hidden data that for the most part doesn't get used. And I think that's probably partially data used for um, anti-cheating measures as well. Um, hmm. Because they're, they really do uh, kind of um, hone in on Pokemon that are just ge- generated within the game, uh, specifically in uh, tournament settings. They really do want to force people to train every single one of their Pokemon. And I think an estimated 80% of competitive Pokemon players just gen a uh, their Pokemon into existence using uh, completely legal stats and move sets. And they just kind of play the, uh, you know, the, the, they risk being uh, eliminated. Wait, 80%? use non-naturally gotten pokemon is that what you're saying yeah i think there's an estimate like there's there's an estimation that like a majority of people who play pokemon competitively in tournaments uh fake their pokemon into existence rather than uh hatching them or training Uh, them naturally because it would take 80 percent. that's a huge percentage you're changing your teams constantly to stay above and ahead of the meta and it, right. it would take hours to train a whole new team because people are also always trying to counterplay your team. So you always have to keep them guessing too and on the back foot. Well, I'm sure if anybody uses it to Dunsparce, they did it naturally because... Because of the love. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, Everybody loves their Dunsparce. So in... Generation 3 and Generation 4, they didn't have that hidden data associated with every single one of those uh, your Pokemon. Uh, so th- if that is brought up to a current generation, uh, I, I suppose what the game does is it just generates the, the hidden data based off of what data was available at the time. And you have a Correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't write down the number. Your the your 
the Dunsparce has a 1 in 99 uh, chance to be three segments, correct? Um, I don't I have... Little... Well, I, I don't it's... have... You have one in a hundred chance, yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, what Peter is talking about is, um, I think, um, if you have an older Dunsparce and it has a um, hardy nature with the ability Serene Grace, um, it'll have a fifty percent chance of evolving into a three segment. Correct. I see. I see. And then if you uh, if it is not a serene grace dunsparce or does not have a hardy nature there's a zero percent chance that you're getting three segments out of it yeah you either have the like quote-unquote right data or it's just not going to work because they don't have that same hidden data thing that is required required for this uh, determination regularly so yeah it makes me kind of very I like all the behind the scenes things that go into making a bit of data on my cartridge a legitimate Pokemon. Yeah. No, it is it is interesting to think about like, you know, homebrewed Pokemon. Yeah. That <laughs> versus... your that your Pokemon are uh has like almost a digital genetic code. Yeah. It's wild. Much like in humans, most of your genes uh, will not do much, but a certain amount of your genes are doing a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. Um, some more interesting stuff about Dunsparce uh, is that its cry is Dunsparce's pitched down and then just repeated a little bit. That <laughs> so, perfect. Again, just just more of the same. I think Can you on do this it po- for us. Oh no, I don't. I let wait. Let me pull it up, and I'll I'll try to recreate it the best I can. We'll I'll go round robin. Um, here we go. Dun's bars, crime. <laughs> Perfect. That's it. I love it. Does anybody else want to give it a shot? I, you don't have to. I'm only going based off of what you said. This is like telephone of Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> it was... Yeah, it kind of goes like a little cry, and then it kind of buzzes like a bee a little bit. It's like... Oh. I'm going to listen to it right now so I can give a a good uh, go. Let's see. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So the, the first part's just uh, pitched down, and then the last part where it buzzes, it just buzzes. It's a like a drill. Longer. Yeah. I mean, I just put it in the chat. Dunsparce, like a drill. Um, oh, the other names, real quick, I guess. Uh, Japanese name is Nokokochi. So it's like the same idea. We had Nokochi and now Nokokochi. French name is uh, Duzolordo. And then the German name is Dumi Maisel. So pretty much everybody just went with uh, extending the name, except French, which went from Insolordo to uh, Duzolordo because it's two segments. So it's Du. Gotcha. 
Yeah. So, what other fun facts do we have? Uh, the Dunsparce has a six-mile-long nest that makes it difficult for uh, a Pokemon that wander in to navigate it. Uh, and if it doesn't want you to be in its nest, it will do one of two things. It will either take a deep breath and blow you out of the end of its nest, but more, more likely, it will just kindly lead you from its nest. <laughs> Which is the best. <laughs> what a sweetheart. It's like, excuse me, but you are trespassing. Let me show you the exit. <laughs> Yeah, I think what it will do is for most humans, it'll just probably blow you out. And for most like tiny little Pokemon that accidentally wandered in there, it'll be like, yes, okay, here's the door. Please leave. <laughs> Please go. I need silence now. I have six miles I must tend to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the uh, Don Sparse's claim to fame is that it is the tallest normal type at three with its three segment form. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's up there. Uh, no, it's it, it's the top. I mean, okay, I guess in terms of all Pokemon, still, no, I'm just it's saying still, it's yeah, it just it's a big Pokemon. Yeah, definitely. You could ride around that thing for for days. Um, it it also is very rare because obviously getting a shiny three segment uh, that we mentioned before is uh. You have your shiny chance, which is one in however much, depending on charms and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then also the one in a hundred chance that that shiny will then be three segment. So um, when it evolves, so it, it's, it becomes a, a very rare Pokemon uh, to farm and try to find, which is why I think it was featured very heavily in Scarlet and Violet. You can find like raids of it and little nests of it all over the place. I still don't have a three segment. Anyone else? No, me either. I've been trying. Nope. The last I, thing I did in uh, Scarlet and Violet before uh, putting it down forever was getting enough uh, Gimme Ghoul coins to evolve my Gimme Ghoul. And then I just mm. never evolved him. And I was like, all right, yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm tapping out. Yeah. Yeah, I have all the coins. I just don't know how to evolve him, I think. I don't know. I'm so. I started it before, but I think I need to finish the Pokedex before I go to the DLC. So I've been struggling at doing that this week. Did we ever finish the uh, Pokemon Red and Blue Pokedex challenge that we started way back? Oh, well, that's so funny. Quiet, quiet, quiet. That. I'm still on it. I'm still. I'm, I'm still at it. So it's it's a pause. It's a pause. It's still it's next to my bed. I just need it's... to. I just need to turn that switch on i think i made it the farthest but i was cheating like crazy you were you dirty little cheater you cheater you dirty rotten scoundrel. cheater peter yeah um one other thing we could talk about with the dunsparce is that this uh thing where the body extends and has multiple segments is actually something that does happen in insects um primarily fruit flies um can uh be born and have a genetic uh mutation where they have a second thorax directly behind the first with its own extra set of wings nice 
Yeah. Fruit flies are, um, I think, interesting to study because they breed so quickly. So you can see like genetic mutations and stuff happen uh, quite rapidly um, in the population. But uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, cool. Again, this, you know, thing where um, it's just a silly little snake that's getting longer, but uh, it actually has some natural uh, basis. Yeah. Yeah. I like that um, about Pokemon a lot. They do that with a lot of their their Pokemon, and I appreciate that they kind of they kind of do research before they create a Pokemon. Yeah, they teach us ch- children lots of cool science facts. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know some other facts that I could know. Yeah, that maybe my head, my brain would do. What's that? Ooh. The amount of cards that this Pokemon has. That's Are we there to learn? We there yeah. yet? Let's do it. All right. Sarah, take it away. Let's play the TCG game, trading card game, where Dave and Steven and Peter are going to try their best to guess how many cards our friends Dunsparce and Dunsparce appear in the TCG. Um, so, Steven, since you love, 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 love this Pokemon, do you want to go first or no? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. Um, I, well, I know there's at least one because Dave got me the, uh, really cute Dunsparce in the, uh, house card. Do you know which one I'm talking about? The full art. Yeah. That was, I forget what set that was. Um, I forget too. Does it say it on the card? There's a little emblem, but let's see. It has, it's like a little... Wow. It's like four triangles. Oh, it's the four triangles. No, yeah, here it is. Hold on a second. It is a Crown Zenith, which was one of the special sets. Yes. And it's just a like a, a room, um, but inside the closet and under the bed and under some blankets, there's just a whole bunch of Dunsparces just taking a nap. So um, they are like four foot. They're like full-size Dunsparces in this picture. So Very good, good. On, good on you, uh the illustrator who's too small for me to read. Uh, I really am getting older. Um, uh, Karata So. Thank you. Thank you, Karata. Um, okay, sorry. Let me guess. Um, I'm gonna guess um, popularity in the card game. Probably not high. Maybe a little action now. Uh, a healthy 15. 15 on the board. Alright, who's next? 13. Eight. 18. Okay, Dave says 18. How many, Peter? 13. Okay, well, it's Steven's episode. You win. Yay! It's not 15, though. It is 16. Wow, Close. okay. Perfect. I like that. That's a good amount for, for our friend Dunsparce. Also, Definitely. very collectible. Yeah. We can get you those. We can make this happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I do think that the dun- there's no Dunsparce hate, I don't think. There's just ambivalence and love for Dunsparce, right? Yes. I would so, very much agree with that. I don't think I would ever be able to hate this Pokemon. Yeah, you're just like, okay, well, you're in the box now. See you later. It's Yeah, that's, yeah, unfortunately. I even feel bad saying that because it's your favorite. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, listen, Sarah, until Scarlet and Violet, I don't think I had even ever caught a single Dunsparce really? before. I'm telling you, I literally like did forgot it existed as a Pokemon. Maybe when I played Gold and Silver when I was a kid, maybe I caught one, mm-hmm. but I definitely didn't use it. And um, I just, it was my internet persona and that was it. I never like actually used it. Because also like... Uh, I mean, I played a lot of Diamond and Pearl and some White and Black, too. And, like, I don't think there was Dunsparces, like, everywhere, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they definitely weren't like, oh, here's, like, the first area. Here's your Dunsparce. Are you going to catch them? Like, I feel like Dunsparce is always put in an area where you're like, I don't need a Dunsparce now. <laughs> like, yeah, and I feel like it was just very recently that Dunsparce became so popular you know? Yeah. Like, I know there were always fan people for Dunsparce, but I just feel like in the media, at least the present media, if you're into, like, Pokemon and your social or your socials are geared to, you know, feed you stuff that you like, I think that only became really present when Scarlet and Violet were coming out, at least in my yeah. experience. But Looking right now, uh, very available in Scarlet Violet, uh, was only in the expansion pass for Sword and Shield. And only in mm. swarms in uh, Diamond Pearl, not in Let's Go, not in Sun and Moon, but in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Uh, it wasn't in Arceus too. I just checked, right? It's not. It wasn't in that game. No, not in Arceus. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. XY was there's two routes, but there was a friend safari you could get it at. Uh, yeah, it seems like it's. Black, white, and two. Black, black, two, white, two. It was in a bunch of spots, but I feel mm. like that was like my blind spot for That's a while. That's like the one Same. I didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> like, None of us it, have played black, two, white, two. Yeah. I want that should to, be a though. mission of ours, so yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it's, um, you know, heart gold, soul silver. It was still very hard to find in the dark cave. And then it was swarms through diamond, pearl, and platinum. And then, yeah, you had to trade it up for everything else in one of the secret islands in Fire Red, Leaf Green, or the three island of the Sevi Islands. It was there. So it's it's always kind of been extra or hiding. Like, it's it, this is the mm-hmm. first game that you're just going to stroll down the street and pop into some Dunsparces. Yeah. And, and as a result, again, I feel like most people probably just never even saw Dunsparce to like hate it, you know, like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but, but that's what I it love. It doesn't look like digs, digger, digger, diggers be whatever yeah, it is. Sloppy oaf. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, a, it's like not outwardly offensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just is. Cool. And you know what? That's, that's what I'm trying to be. I'm just trying to be. <laughs> You're trying little, to be not little. outwardly offensive. <laughs> I mean, hey. yeah, leave me alone in my tiny little cave. I will <laughs> talk to you later. Uh, here's the door. I am escorting you out uh, gently. Don't be I'm a Shrek. Calmly and po- but politely ask you to leave. Yes. Please kindly get out of my swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Just like hank hill when he's asking people to leave if they want their steak cooked uh well (laughs) uh dave i am uh curious uh this little comfort potato uh who who do they fuck (laughs) 
Wait, 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 did we, wait, do, we, we didn't do we da dun sparse. Oh, no, shit. we didn't. All right, start the music again. <laughs> Cue the music. Da dun sparse. He is Pokemon uh, 982. Um, just keep that in mind. So, Steven, would you like to try again first? Three. Okay. Two. Two. No, you have to guess a different number. One. Okay, uh, you're right. One. Hey! <laughs> one. There's only wow. one card. But it is a cool card. It is a full art, which I like. And it kind of is one of those... Um, uh, it features a lot of different Pokemon, like the Dene, and I think it's a pill Diglett's bug. on there. No, is there's Diglett definitely there? two. No, Diglett is on this card. Yep, you're right. It's only one. Yeah, but I'm I'm looking right now, and there's a Paldea evolved normal one. Maybe it doesn't count the Maybe the full art. Maybe, yeah. It says there's one, just one. Oh, yeah. It's the full art. No, I see two as well. I don't see that. Well, Bulbapedia is uh, wrong again, then. Bulba. Bulba. Uh, I go to the. This is on the Cerebi. Oh, okay. Site. Hey, Steven, have you seen the full art one? I, this is the first time I'm seeing it. Well, and I'm buying it. No, check your desk. <gasps> at work. Oh, my God. Oh, you're... Sarah and I sent it over for the episode. Go check. Go check. I'm going to go. I'm, I don't. You know what? I'm going to go tomorrow. You I'm don't have to. Be, <laughs> except I am too late. Oh, Steven's oh, going an, to work for a Pokemon card. <laughs> yeah. I will. There's an Applin in the picture. Some yep. some uh, Funguses. Mm-hmm. Well, they that card may be a Mungus in our cubicles. I love this. All right. Thank you so much. Well, that's fucking great. And you know what else is fucking great? Fucking, I guess. So here is... The Who You Gonna Fuck, a game that I do where I'm gonna list four Pokemon. You're gonna tell me which one would not produce an egg if fucking with Dunsparce or its big long friend to Dunsparce. So I decided to go with some of our favorites and see how we could do it. So it's going down the Pokedex. Here's who we have we have Diglett, Snorlax, Cyndaquil, and Wooper. All some of our favorite Pokemon. Yes. I try to represent all of us. Uh, sorry, uh, Peter, but you know, Voltorb, Electrode were just too far off. Yeah. It was too obvious, so I had to find one a little more in the realm. So, so Wooper is is representing Peter. Um, I'm gonna say Diglett. I think they're really good friends, but. I think that's it. I'm gonna say Whooper. I was also gonna say Whooper. And the answer is a Snorlax. Oh. Really? So all of them are in the field egg group, but Snorlax is a monster in bed. In the really? monster egg group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, you know what's so funny that we we've, we've gone over most of these Pokemon and learned what their groups were, and we all forgot. I'm telling you, breeding makes no sense. <laughs> I know. It makes no sense. I mean, I'm even at the point now where I, I have a couple of Dunsparces, so I'm like, maybe I should just breed them to get more to see if I can get a three segment. I'm like, does Dunsparce breed with Dunsparce? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I get so confused. 
Well, now you know. And knowing's half the battle. Not going to do it with a Snorlax, that's for sure. I just love full art Pokemon cards. Yeah, am I right? Yeah. You know, I mean, but the size of a Dunsparce and a Snorlax might work. They just won't produce an egg. Yeah, you could jizz all over it. They could go head to head. They could go toe to toe. They're just not going to produce a baby. Mm -hmm. And if it's like a female Snorlax, you can shove that whole Dunsparce in there like (laughs) anal beads. (laughs) That'd probably feel great. Oh my goodness. I love my little comfort potato. Yeah. That's uh, th- that specific review was perfect little potato. This Dunsparce plushie fits nicely in my hand, and it is perfectly <laughs> soft and chubby. I love how many people are just like great in the hand, like that's. But like it is, it like honestly, it fits very comfortably right into my palm. The wings fit comfortably under my, my um, thumb and uh, pinky finger, and I can just kind of hold it like a little potato especially the embroidery around the eyes very well done very nice (laughs) so nice i still have the tag on mine which makes it a little unwieldy but like do i pop the tag off i took mine off but i also this is a little embarrassing i might buy another (laughs) one uh (laughs) oh no many people have bought multiple from what i'm reading that is a very very popular thing to do I mean, who wouldn't want just a, a horde of Dunsparces hanging I around? I mean, okay, there's a section in my closet that is all Snorlax shit. Yeah. Flush, purses, things, just all Snorlax. So it reminds me And also me of- we have a huge five foot tall one. And uh, this review, Sushinoko Real <laughs> says, I now own three of these because it's the only official Dunsparce plush. It's super cute and the perfect handheld size. Man, again with the handhelds. It's good in the hand. Yeah. One in the hand is worth two in my bush. I actually yeah. have a pair of uh, Hisuian Voltorbs. So, Ooh. very, uh, very pleased I'll bring over myself. my Dunsparce and we'll put them right next to each other. Yeah. Take we'll it out play, play guys, yeah. Oh, I have two uh, uh, Wiglets <laughs> plunges. One from my lovely wife and one from our good friend, Sweet Matter. Yes. Um, This has been a wonderful episode. I would like to thank you all for listening. I would like to thank my co-hosts for uh, joining me always and making me smile. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. I I really have been smiling this whole time. And um, uh, I'm sure sharing far too much about uh, how beautiful and wonderful this this little guy is. I also do want to give one last shout out to the author of that Bulbapedia article on the origin of species, Dunsparce. Um, if you have a second, um, it's it's definitely worth the read. Uh, it was written by Zan Hutchinson, or sorry, Zan Hutchian. Um, and uh, they also say in their profile that they contribute in the forums under the name Bikini Miltank. So. Yeah, <laughs> loving that, loving that. Oh, so good. Um, big thank you, as always, to Carl Germ for our music. Uh, he is uh, the coolest music boy I know. 
Um, if you uh, want to uh, catch us on the social medias, you can. Uh, we are on uh, the gram. Uh, and uh, I don't know what else to say besides uh, the only thing that there is left to say, which is farting. farting. Well, that was some nice harmony. <laughs> farting.